Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. What's shaking, Daniel? Oh, I don't know. Daniel. You do this every week. It's like uh, I nothing. But people don't know behind the scenes is that we do multiple episodes in one day. So by they the time do you, know this. By the time they, you ask me for the fifth time, they know Daniel. They, but you don't rough. answer any time. You're just I like, don't. Ah. Yeah, I need Life. to start coming up with answers ahead of time. That'll just throw a curveball at you. Uh, knock people's socks off. Yeah, just... I don't know. I was scrolling through my Instagram feed this morning. <laughs> And uh, I don't know if this is new. Maybe it's not new, but it was new in my Instagram feed. So they must know I'm hungry. Uh, so Oreo came out with this new package that has like Oreos without the cream in the center. Wait, what? And then like a vat of uh, Funfetti cream that you can like dip them in or make your own like Oreo, which brings up the question, would you make your own Oreo and then twist it and open it and then eat the cream first? Is that how you do it? How do you eat an Oreo? I just dip it in milk, eat the Oreo. You are so barbaric. I'm not the like cut in half person. What is wrong with you? you don't have cut in half. And person. I'm also very weird. I like the golden ones better. What is wrong with you? I don't know if I've had a golden one. The golden ones are so much better. Oreo has branched out crazy. They have all kinds of weird flavors, and my wife was having pumpkin spice ones last fall. Just don't mess with a classic. But I like the golden ones, and I just do the dip, but. I feel like if you did the little... But you don't like chocolate anything. I don't. I'm not a really big chocolate person. What is wrong with you? I don't even know why you and I are friends. <laughs> We're so different. Is chocolate like your favorite thing ever? I mean, I enjoy chocolate. I have a general rule in life where I try to eat dark chocolate every day. Really? Because mm-hmm. health reasons or just because you oh, love it? Oh, it just tastes good. <laughs> yeah, it's just because you love it. <laughs> because yeah. deep inside of this professional uh, outer shell is like an eight-year-old kid somewhere <laughs> deep in my heart who likes to go for bike rides and eat chocolate. This is the best What's Shaking Daniel that we've had in forever. I love it. Yeah. So back to your original question. How mm-hmm. would you eat an Oreo with a vat of icing in it? I don't know. I might have to go get some and try it. That sounds good. Because, I mean, usually you get the Oreo, and you could be like a traditionalist, I guess, and just dunk the whole cookie. Or you could do the opening thing. I like to do the opening thing because I like to see, like, what happens. (laughs) Like, what side does the frosting go to? Do Do I get all on one side, not all on one side? Is it kind of mixed? I just like to see see what happens. Um, No, I don't make a prediction beforehand. I just like to know. This I don't, is I don't a know whole why. new side of Daniel. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow. All right. We do have a real question We today. do have a question. It has nothing to do. Absolutely zero to do with Oreos. With but... build your own Oreos. All right, Brian. What do you got? I wonder if it's cheaper. To build your own? Yeah. They're like... No, there's probably like... It's probably like double. Their labor's price. like half the labor. <laughs> it's exact. It's perfect. Anyhow. It's a perfect Brian has a real product. question. I can't take it anymore! D-I-Y! Hey, DIY guys. This is Brian calling in from Long Island. Been listening to DIY Money now for a couple years. Absolutely love it. Please keep up the good work. My question today is to get your thoughts and opinions on a first-time home buyer purchasing a manufactured home as their primary residence. 
Um, as I said, I live on Long Island. I am single on the one income, so it, it certainly seems like a good option for me. I mean, as I'm sure you're aware, Long Island home prices are just through the roof, and I'd like to have my eyes set on home ownership in the near future. As a first-time home buyer, too, is it a good strategy to go to a lender first, or should I first seek out an agent who has experience with first-time home buyers and, and manufacturing homes? What would be the best way to find an agent like that? You know, all this is very new to me. Any feedback that you guys can provide, it would really mean a lot to me. Thank you so much. All right. So this is kind of a niche question, but I think it helps answer some other questions about real estate and when you're, when you're looking for a home. So Daniel, speak a little bit to manufactured home, what we're ta- what we're even talking about and, and go through that. Right. So uh, a manufactured home, I get the best way to probably describe it is a home that doesn't have a traditional foundation, right? It's not stationary. So you you pick out a lot and you get a um, home that has been manufactured effectively and then is placed on, I don't know all the correct terms, but it's kind of like a quasi-temporary foundation to some extent, right? So like it has some type of um, cinder block foundation or something like that, but it can then eventually be moved if needed, be more easily moved than say a traditional home, which has legitimately a you know, slab foundation or a basement or something like that. And you're not really, I mean, they can move homes, but yeah, yeah. I mean, most homes never actually move. Right. right? Or a modular home is not the same either. A modular home is just the one that's like pre-built, but it's not able to move. That's like built on site. Yeah. Right. right. Which is uh, what, you know, a lot of the big builders today do. Right. So they're kind of all, I mean, they come in pieces and then later. Yeah. Snap them all together like a Lego set. (laughs) It's a little more complicated than that. Um, So manufactured homes have sort of a unique value proposition because and it's been a while since I've worked with a client who has actually utilized uh, this type of scenario. But there's something along the lines of, and again, I might butcher this, but you kind of rent the land or I don't think you usually buy land. I think you rent the land from a community. Yeah, of, of some sort, and then you buy the home to put on it, mm-hmm. and so those two pieces are potentially different. But I, be- I would bet that scenarios are different depending on location and the environment that you're in, and stuff like that. Maybe even to some extent from state to state. I'm not sure, or you know, municipality to municipality. So definitely do the research and understand kind of how it works in your area, how it works in that particular community, whether or not you're buying your own land to put something on, or um, you're leasing it as part of some type of community, mm-hmm. something like that. So this is where you definitely want to talk to experts who have dealt with this in the past. So, for instance, if you, well, if you're going into a community that has presumably neighbors with manufactured homes, they would be a good resource to talk to, who they utilize, who they know. Um, if you're going into a community, you know, the community owners might have people in the industry and stuff like that. There, certainly, there'll be people who have some level of experience. You can talk to general real estate agents, and even if they're not 100% sure they uh, or have an expertise in this field, in their office or network, uh, real estate agents tend to be great networkers uh, and just have their tentacles kind of throughout um, sort of the community. Uh, they might know people who, who have dabbled in this. So I think that's... Uh, Definitely a good place to start. I would guess, or not guess, I I would say when it comes to manufacturer versus traditional homes versus whatever, buying a condo, renting an apartment, whatever the case may be, uh, 
it all, I mean, I'm a broken record on the last, what, five podcasts, but first you have to look at your, your personal goals, your personal plans, kind of what it is that you're setting out to achieve in life and go, does this option make the most sense for what I want my outcomes to be? Not, I have anxiety about ever being able to own a home and therefore I'm going to find the quickest solution to own a home. Right. Because that may actually not be the best thing for your your overall life plan and goals. And I actually remember back in 2007-ish, 2007 or, yeah, would have been 2007, we were newlywed, uh, my wife and I, and we were looking at homes in Las Vegas, and the prices had gotten crazy, absolutely crazy. And they were getting snapped up really quickly so even when we found one we liked and we put an offer on it they'd be like oh sorry 12 people put an offer on it <laughs> and they're all higher than yours we're like we offered the asking price we're like yeah yeah <laughs> yeah not, not good luck close. yeah yeah so uh so it was the one of the most discouraging times ever and i remember one of the real estate uh, agents that was showing around us around at the time uh said and it sticks out um has sticked out with or stuck out to me s- since that time uh they're pretty much like, yeah, I think most starter families or couples are going to be priced out of, you know, the traditional house and condo and all that and end up having to, you know, own like manufactured homes and stuff like that. Not derogatory like, but basically like they're going to have to roll down to something much cheaper. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not at all prophetic. I didn't realize what was going on or what was going to happen in the housing market. But I remember them saying that and thinking like that doesn't at all make sense. Right. Like right. if housing prices out a large swath of people, eventually something has to give either. We're going to make much more money in salary because salaries have to adjust uh, or housing prices have to adjust. like there's yep. basic economics that go into the system. Uh, and so now it was only a year later that that totally unraveled in Las Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. In a way I wouldn't have imagined. I don't think that's at all the case today, but I do think there is some there's some level of correlation between salary and housing that normalizes over time, which gives me very little anxiety. Um now obviously there's supply, demand, lots of economic factors that go in, but to some extent in the country as a whole, rather than in one neighborhood like Long Island or Manhattan or Lexington, Kentucky, as a whole, as a nation, like those things have to be in balance. If housing eventually gets way far beyond the uh, approachability of most folks, yeah. something will has to change. Something, something has, has to, to change. Give, right? Either your salary has to go up or your housing prices have to come down. Because it's basic. At that point, the rubber band of supply and demand gets so stretched that it has to change. So I don't know that that was a huge help <laughs> because <laughs> well, it doesn't solve the immediate issue. If somebody's looking for a house today, what do you do? Like if you have to move out of the apartment you're in or something like that, you might have to buy something right. or rent something or do, but you could also be creative. And I don't know if you want to move away from Long Island. Probably not. Oh, come on. What are you saying? Well, if Brian gets to the point where he's like, yeah, I'm doing this. I, I want to go down this road and I want to see how it goes. I think, one and two is almost simultaneous. You got to talk to a, an agent and you got to talk to a lender. Mm-hmm. And with these manufactured homes, lending is slightly different than if you're just buying a, a standard home um, that's not manufactured. Right? Yeah. Correct. I, from everything I recollect from the, 
I think I've only dealt with this twice in all of the financial plans we've done. And in those instances, the buyers of the home, the people that were looking at it were pretty well versed in what was happening. So we were really only looking at, you know, does the price and the payment and all of that make sense within the scope of the plan? And then a few other nuances. So we weren't in those cases, advising them specifically on how to go about doing it. They had done their research in that respect. Uh, so yes, I think um, what you're describing is correct. Uh, it's more of like a personal loan than a mortgage. I'm pretty sure it is from the from what I have read and, and understand. But In a sense, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I talk to people who have a, yeah, definitely experience in that field and, and understand nuances and how it fits. And I think it's okay to shop around for different lenders too. Whether you're buying a standard house or you're buying a manufactured home to talk to different lenders and see what the rates look like if you get that nice personal touch or if you don't care about the personal touch, you just want the lowest interest rate. And the same thing with your agent and and how they work and help you. Yeah, certainly. But don't feel so much anxiety about housing. And I know it's easy for us to say so far detached. And New York is a totally different housing market. Uh, and I mean, you think about something like Long Island and they're totally space constrained. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I feel like Lexington, there's very little building going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would there's imagine like in Long Island, zero, the island is pretty much, yeah, it has to be, I mean, I have no idea, but I would imagine it's fairly densely already filled. And so a uh, property prices over the long term probably do keep going up because you can't just add loads of property right. to a highly dense space already. So uh, but that doesn't mean that there's not other options. It's just it might be in this case those options are not palatable, which is okay. That's okay to you know admit that hey, moving away from Long Island, moving out of state, doing stuff like that is not palatable. Renting forever is not palatable. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like that. And if you kind of cross things off your list, and you know the last couple things on your list are what's left over, and those aren't ideal, but they're the ones that are left over, then yeah, you do have to kind of run your numbers and look at your plan and figure out how to, how to make those work. Great. All right. That's a good way to end it there. Again, our, uh, our sponsor is jewel financial. So we do financial plans and talk to people all the time. We have, um, you can go to our website, jewelfinancial.com, check it out, see and learn more about us and what we do. Housekeeping odds and ends. Feel free to send us those audio questions. We need to fill up the queue. We're doing three questions a week now, so we need to keep getting those questions in. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. And check out the website, DIYmoney.org, and see some of the writings that we've been putting up there. Um, We should have a picture up there by now of us and and not just a blank space that says photo goes here. So hopefully, yeah, it's it's, it's up and running right now. Uh, But we should have that, that up there and you can check out our website. All right, friends, the secret to wealth is really very simple. Live on less than you make, invest the rest and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.